Welcome to Art Life Conversations, where we talk about all things art life, from the struggles and the wins along the way, to making art, learning, and art history, to talks on business, career, and selling art. No matter where you are on your art journey, here you'll find inspiration, encouragement, and motivation as Kelly shares the real life of a working artist. And now, your host, Kelly Folsom. Hello, artists, beautiful, amazing artists. Welcome back to the Art Life Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Folsom. I'm an artist. I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. I'm pretty much everything that I ever want to be, and it seems to constantly be evolving, and I love it. So welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited to have you all here Today, we have an amazing um, question and topic that came in wondering how to know at what point your paintings can be sold. How do you know when you are good enough to be able to sell your paintings? Um, Okay, so I always find this question really uh, interesting because it's almost as if uh, the person thinks that there is some kind of... um, checklist or graduation or stamp of approval and as human beings we like those sort of things and even our our cultures our society is set up that way we go to school we get certifications we get um you know degrees um and you know i went to art college with a ton of other artists and we all left with a degree And yet so many artists still struggled with the confidence to sell their work. Um, They still didn't believe that their work was good enough, right? So this, this mysterious good enough, when is the work good enough, right? Or when do you know that you're ready to start selling your paintings? And honestly, my answer to this is you are ready to start selling your paintings when A, you need the money, and can sell your paintings and B, somebody else wants to buy it, right? Somebody else wants to buy your painting. That's how you know that you are good enough or AKA ready. So I feel like this like waiting game that can happen uh, whenever we're, we're becoming an artist, we're studying, we're growing, we're learning the fundamentals, we're starting to make our own work. Um, but then sometimes there's like this waiting period or like when I get there, right? Or when I get good enough, when the quality of the work is there, then I will blank. Then I will um, start exhibiting my work. Then I will start selling my work, right? Um, and the problem with this is like you never really get there (laughs) and it's not really clear what there is you know um it's not really clear like what are the what are the markers what are the benchmarks um that you're judging that against you know how are you going to know that you've gotten there that you've gotten good enough right are you going to um put that in the in the determinant determination of somebody else's opinion. Uh, Maybe 
maybe you're studying with a teacher and you're waiting for them to say, hey, guess what? You're good enough now to go do this thing. I can tell you right now, most teachers are, first of all, not even that interested, sadly, in your personal success. Um, or they don't know that you are waiting for them to check off those boxes for you or give you the A-OK, you're good enough now, you can go out and do it sort of thing, right? Um, so I just think that that is a huge mistake. A huge mistake is is waiting, this waiting game. Waiting is not a strategy. It is never a strategy, right? So I feel like there is a natural progression that starts to happen as you're learning, as you're growing. You might be posting your work on social media, um, not really even intending to sell it, but somebody, you know, messages you and says, oh my gosh, I love that painting. Is that for sale? Or they comment, is this for sale? You know, they're, they love the painting. They're interested in it. You know, so sometimes these things just happen organically when people start to, um, acknowledge your work and start to express an interest in it. You know, that's one way that you know that you're ready to sell. The other way is, um, <laughs> well, what happened for me is just like I needed money. You know, I was in art school and we had an opportunity, which was a um, student run show. Basically, the students were responsible for setting up the show. Um, you could put in as much work as you wanted to. You could you could sell, you know, however much work you were able to sell during um, the show, during the duration of the show. Um, and so I was like, yes, I'm all in. And what's funny is um, the other shows that went on in the prior three years were faculty juried shows. These were faculty juried shows and I got rejected from most of them <laughs> because the fac most of the faculty members did not like my artwork. They thought it was... Um, too antiquated, too old-fashioned, not pushing art forward, you know, not pushing the envelope, not creative enough, right? So here I had like this stack of reasons why I wasn't ready to sell my work yet, right? Like this stack of rejections in my past from um, these faculty members. Now, if I had allowed those things to stop me, if I had allowed somebody else's opinion of my artwork to stop me from taking action and moving forward, I would not be sitting here today talking with you. Okay, I would not be working with hundreds of artists um, online in the Art Life School program. It just never would have happened, right? So at some point you have to take your own power back and you also have to get out there and test it. You have to get out there and try things. You've got to put yourself out there and with that comes uh, you know, risking, risking rejection, right? Risking failure. But I was just so, so grateful, you know, to have that, that financial income to make up the money really that I had lost um, and, and more that I had lost over the last six months from, you know, giving up those part-time jobs so that I could paint more and get better at my craft. 
Um, none of these paintings were perfect by any means, you know. Um, I would say maybe the skill level was at an intermediate level, um, <laughs> just barely beyond beginner, I would say. But you know what? There was spirit in them, and I liked the paintings enough. Um, I felt good about them, you know, going to homes that, you know, people would want to buy, buy them and have them in their homes. But nobody ever was ever, ever, ever going to tell me, hey, Kelly, knock, knock, knock. Hey, Kelly, um, you're good enough to sell your paintings now. <laughs> nobody was ever going to tell me that. You have to decide for yourself when you're good enough. Um, and I would say being good enough really just doesn't have anything to do with it in my book. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. Um, this this mysterious phrase, good enough. And, and I know I've struggled with this thought my whole life, you know, being good enough. Am I good enough? Am I good enough? I've struggled with that probably from two years old. You know, this is old stuff. It's really, really old stuff. It's old wounds. It's really the wounded self, right? And the wounded self is not our highest self. So we always want to be operating out of our highest self version, not the wounded self. Um, the highest self does believe in herself, right? She does act in, in courage, take acts of faith and take steps of courage. She does put herself out there. She does risk failure or risk loss or perhaps even risk rejection, you know? Um, I'm not going to sit here and say that um, the people who made comments about me, my peers who made fun of me during that show, I'm not going to sit here and say that those things did not hurt because they did, because I want to fit in just like everybody else, right? Um, I, but I've learned, you know, now that I'm in my 40s, like apparently me fitting in is not the point. <laughs> And it's not really, it's not really my forte, um, you know, and that's okay. Um, so I'm not going to sit here and say that none of that hurt. Um, even having faculty members not really showing much confidence in me or appreciation for what I did really hurt. That was really, really a struggle, um, you know, for me. But at the end of the day, we are the ones who have to decide that we are good enough, that our work is good enough as is in this moment, especially if somebody wants it, especially if it's bringing joy and inspiration and beauty into somebody else's life. Who am I to say then that it's not good enough, right? Like they love it. They want it. They want to buy it. Um, who am I to say, oh no, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. Like you're robbing them of their blessing. Other than that, just technically speaking, just to recap, you know, the only thing I would say is just make sure that the majority of the work that you are putting out there is independent work. Once you hit that intermediate skill level, you want to make sure that you are doing, I would say at least 50-50. 50 percent student work class work let's say or lesson work however you want to word that and 50 percent independent work as you continue to grow in your skills and improve in your skills you want to increase the percentage of independent work that you're doing because that is really ownership in your work and that is really claiming your art artistic identity when you start to do more of this independent work um, vice versa, if you're a beginner, I see a lot of beginners shoot themselves in the foot because they start off wanting to do 100% independent work 
and no lesson work. So if you're a total beginner, that's really going to screw you up, you know? So if you're a total beginner, you really only want to be doing about 20% independent work, 80% lesson work, classwork, student work, whether that's at a college or like if you're in the art life school program or studying online, no matter where you're studying, if you're a total beginner, you want to be studying 80% of the time doing lesson work, 20% independent work. For advanced, you know, more professional artists who um, have really advanced their skill level, you want to make sure that you're doing 80% independent work and 20% Um, class lesson work or workshops or things like that, right? So you have to make sure that your balance of um, lesson, classwork, and independent work is at the right balance for the skill level that you're at, okay, so that you don't get out of whack and so you don't shoot yourself in the foot, basically, um, on your um, art life journey. All right, my friends, I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time, happy painting. Bye.